irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. If you have been listening in, you know that I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist, and I would love to work with you as your healing practitioner. Please check out the services I offer. They range from in-person here in my Los Angeles office or New Orleans office to phone, Skype, and FaceTime sessions. I have clients all over the U.S. right now, and I've worked with people all over the world. We do sessions that way. I offer a one-month intensive working with me, having personal text access, text message, and voicemail access, as well as individual sessions. Go to nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A, the abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles, therapy.com. And I want to thank you as my listener, those of you here on Facebook Live, those of you who listen through iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, all of the various platforms where podcasts are, I really appreciate you supporting me. And I ask that you do rate my podcast, if you haven't, on iTunes and the other platforms and leave me a review. It really helps to boost my ratings and then get this show out to many more others. And the theme of my podcast is changing consciousness one conversation at a time. And just like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, it doesn't make a sound. If no one is, if my podcast isn't boosted up to be heard, It's not making as much impact as my desire is to impact our consciousness through conversations like I will be having today with my guest and all the others I have had on. So thank you for that. Also, if you're interested to support my show financially, I have a campaign with Patreon. You can learn more at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. And I recently updid my nolatherapy.com website. It is brand new, and there is a button where you can add yourself to my email list. And I'd love for you to do that because in the fall of 2020, I have a book coming out by Inner Traditions Publisher. My book deals with the topic of our core wounding. And that core wounding is the reason why we repeat unwanted patterns financially, in our relationships, in our relationship to ourself even, with the beliefs that we have, the just the ways we are manifesting in our life can be obstructed by our core wounding with ideas such as I'm not enough, I lack in value. These woundings affect just how we position ourselves, the kind of deals that we make, the conversations we have or don't have. And so my book is a self-healing journey utilizing empathy and self-forgiveness. And I want to get it to you in the fall of 2020. So check out nolatherapy.com for all of those reasons. Pardon me, I'm turning my ringer off on my phone. Switching to, oh, and follow me on social media at nolatherapy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. 
Okay, my guest today is really wonderful and unique and diverse. In moments, we're going to be with Runa Magnus, daughter. She is joining us live from Iceland. What an honor and a treat. She helps us to break the stereotypes that we put ourselves into, are put into by others, or imposed upon us by society through her company, The Changemakers. She does this through hashtag no more boxes. It's a movement, hashtag no more boxes movement by inviting you to join their breakfast club and breakthrough events. She's the founder and CEO of hashtag no more boxes movement. She's host of the Change Makers podcast. She's an international personal branding speaker, an author, a strategist. And if you want to follow along online, you can find her at nomoreboxesmovement.com or at her name, runamagnus.com, R-U-N-A-M-A-G-N-U-S.com. And the Changemakers are an international group of thought and business leaders who co-create the hashtag no more boxes movement. We're going to find out more from her herself. Welcome, Runa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lisa, for inviting me. I'm so excited to have this very important conversation with you. Me too. So where would you like to start, our listeners and I, with the work that you are doing? Wow, that's a big open question. I would like, how about we start with what is really troubling us in the world today? I love that Why? Why are we... Um, why are so many of us not happy? Yeah. Why are so many of us feeling lonely, feeling isolated? Why are so many of us um, struggling with um, finding self-worth mm. or struggling with um, feeling that we are um, accepted? And why are so many of us um feeling that we're living in a turbulent times and there might even be um, dealing on, 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 on top of that anxiety kicks yeah. in as well. What, why is that and what can we do? How about that as a topic? I'd love that. <laughs> Let's jump into that. What are those contributing factors as you have discovered them? Well... Here's what I what I have discovered, Lisa, mm-hmm. and um, it is I can hear what you've been doing, and I'm sure that your listeners are well aware of this as well. Um, we are, like you talk about in the your, in your introduction. I mean, we're all so wired to and conditioned to be something that um, we're not even very sure of what that is. But anyway, it is leading us to thinking that we have to do something or be something because of our genders or because of our race or because of our religion or because of our our education or because of our status. I can go on and on yeah. and on. We think that this is what we need to do in order to be accepted, in order to be valued. And unfortunately, a great deal of people are like sleepwalking mm. 
thinking that's what they need to do. They have not even thought about questioning, is that what I need to do? It just, they're trying very hard to fit in. As a personal branding um, author, speaker, and strategist, I've worked with people from all walks of life. Um, majority, though, actually, funny enough, people and entrepreneurs and people in politics of very diverse group. But okay. one of the things that I have often, we've often talked about is this fact that as a human being, the first seven seconds, we meet another human being. We make 11 judgments on them. Wow. Within the first seven seconds. This is how hardwired we are. Okay. And those 11 judgments are not necessarily something that we in our lifetime uh, took on. You know, it's not like we experience something in our lifetime that is making this judgment. It is in our DNA. Mm -hmm. We are bringing forth even something that might have been necessary for our foremothers and fathers way back when. And we are acting on it as is it's still a danger zone. And because of that, what we do is that we put people and ourselves into boxes. We yeah. look at the minute you see um, a white middle-aged man in a suit, you have a certain idea of what this man is all about, right? Yeah, yes. And you judge. Seven seconds, bingo, here's a white middle-aged man in a suit, wearing a suit and forget about it. I, you're not going to, you, you, you know it. This is who he is without a question. And you typically either have, I think, a positive or negative association immediately. Oh, yeah. With seeing that, oh, yeah. that stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And same thing goes with, um, let's say, uh, an African-American woman mm -hmm. at the age of, uh, at a certain age as well. Bingo. There's a sudden thing that happens there. And so we, we are making all these judgments without even questioning it. And at the same time, we're trying to figure out how can I belong to this society? Right. You see how, how thick it is? Yeah. We're not, we're not even, we're not, we're not even, what would, what would just happen if we could consciously change those seven seconds to 10 seconds? What would happen in those extra three seconds? I'm not asking for a lot. Well, what <laughs> if we just would take one extra breath mm. and make it our thing to stop and be aware that you just put that person into a box? That that box might not be the right one. It actually might be a totally wrong one. Mm -hmm. And what would happen to our lives if we would do that? If we would just take that one extra moment and see, can I actually find a little bit more out about this person before I draw this judgment? 
can I actually be a little bit curious and find out who is he or she? What are they all about? Can you see just how different the energy around your day would be if that would be your intention into the day? It, it opens up meeting more, a lot of different people today. Yeah, it opens up more possibility and curiosity versus judgment. Curiosity, yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just think that um, I think there's t- so much possibility that we can create in our lives that can make our lives more exciting, that can make us just easier for us to connect with other people and and make more our life more fulfilling. And that can be in those extra three seconds. I love that. Slowing down, being more mindful. Yeah. Right yeah. Being more present. Yeah. And and this this is actually the more that I've been thinking about this whole thing about boxes, the more I see how we are wired to to do this. I mean, we understand that we're doing it. I mean, a big part of it is just for us to understand the world. We do this, you know, we're kind of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm in this situation and this is how it works. And so you, you, you're trying to get a hang of, of how does this world really look like? Yes, but, we categorize. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, just kind of the, to get a, you know, it, it, the world is complicated, and and we're trying to to understand it, and and that's okay that we do just to understand it, just to be aware you're doing that to understand it. There's absolutely no reason on this planet to keep people stranded in those boxes, to just mm-hmm. keep them there without even giving them a chance to show who they authentically are. Yeah. And so once we're and as a aware, result of that, yeah. yeah, we are because we are mirroring all the time ourselves, and then when we step, just do that little tiny extra step of three seconds, even just giving that extra breath, just giving that extra smile, just just being that extra, just tiny tiny little extra kindness that can give another smile back. And you change someone's life and you probably changed your life and you you feel more fulfilled. You feel like, hey, this was a beautiful day. I got an extra smile. Hey, this was, uh, I, I actually feel that um, I belong to something. I, I feel that I contributed in one way or another in a positive way into, into the day. And isn't that worth it? Yes. So then once we do that, once we make a conscious effort to slow down and and pause mm. for a bit longer, what's next then? What do you notice happens next as a result? Mm, yeah. Well, here's the thing. When we when we um just just take as an example because I think the gender boxes are quite interesting. Okay. I actually think they're one of the biggest biggest boxes um to start with. And and um, let's say let's say that um, you, we are meeting, we're seeing um, a man who is um, carrying his toddler in a carry cot, you know, and we and we see that and we say, and what 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 comes up? 
Um, why isn't why isn't he working? Why you know there are all these questions. Why is he with a baby? You know all of those things. He's being judged because he has a baby. Um, we can then the minute that we see that, and I'm now I'm talking on of course just from my own heart. I absolutely love seeing fathers taking care of their children yes. as much as I love to see mothers taking care of their children but let's say that in my own judgment i would say what this is this is strange you know what's going on over there why is a man doing this i could stop and those extra three seconds i would say okay i'll just put that man into a box was that box a good one a bad one or an ugly one okay and the minute that i can decide well I actually, my belief is that parents should have equal opportunity to spend time with their children or let's turn it around that I would actually like to see children have equal time to spend with their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be my core belief. I could say, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an old thing that is just popping up that might have been, um, the right thing maybe a hundred years ago, but I'm living actually at the end of uh, 2019. And um, that actually is not relevant in the world that I'm living in today. Today, actually, that is um, a parent's rights, or like I said, it's the child's rights to have access to both parents. And I, and I have to just kind of like draw myself into into the, the today's world and say that's what I like. Yeah, hey, mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm going to change that, and I'm going to actually embrace you for have to be there as a child taking, or as a, as a dad taking care of your child. Yeah. Just as an example, and I just created that example, by the way, on the spot. <laughs> so is that what you Not- mean? Were you talking about creating your own personal stereotypes, seeing the father yeah. caring for his baby, that for you is a good box a positive box and then you're starting to shift your stereotypes am i yeah accurate okay cool yeah here's the thing regarding stereotypes um i was um some weeks ago i was attending a, an international conference and uh there was uh, the groups were the group were it was all about gender equality and um iceland's actually been number one for for gender equality for the past nine years yeah and so iceland is known for yeah for gender equality and and where we how how far we've reached so this was an international conference um i actually attend quite a few of those and been speaking on many of them that's awesome and there, there i was just basically just an attendee so there was an uh, an exercise um, where people were put into groups. Actually, there were gender-based groups, and we were supposed to just throw in uh, the gender, the stereotype of a man in our world, okay, and a, and a, and the stereotype of a woman. And as I was listening to women pouring in different words and different. Um, um, I w- actually, yeah, there, there were, there were both nouns and, and, and words that they put in there for by the either both gendered actually. I started to think, wow, do they? Is that just something that they, they 
actually believe that men are generally or is are they just putting words into existence that throughout the the decades have been talked about as being a man or being a woman yeah you know what i mean yes so to give you an example you know what they're throwing in things like man strong uh opinionated mm. uh bullying uh um sexist you know i'm thinking wow i was just looking at thinking is that really the man that you is that your is that is that what you describe your your husband your your son your your brother your you know your 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 father yes. you know is, is that really the the man that you are have, are they that you have in your life manners and, yeah yeah exactly and I, and i thought are they doing that just because they think this is the right thing to say or are they doing you know like consciously thinking what are stereotype of a man or what is a stereotype of a woman and I, this really made me think and because i thought if every word that i put into out of my mouth has a certain energy to it and the the and and the focus and where i put my focus is where i put my energy yeah and i am saying this i am actually putting this into existence in my world how powerful is that mm. when you start to understand you can change the stereotype of either gender by simply being more cautious about what do you want to see the stereotype of a man and a stereotype of a woman in your life because after all it is only going to be how you see your world because yes. you see the world your way and no one else mm-hmm. see it the way that you see it to own it yes are these the kind of conversations that you have at the the, the where you offer the breakfast and such is this the kind of dialogue that you are we do with well where we do that actually then then i have to be a facilitator and and then i'm neutral uh, <laughs> but what we do yeah but i this is the type of conversation when i am on a panel okay. or when i am speaking Got it. um i throw this out because i think this is where we can change this is where every single one of us can become the change that we want to see in our world mm. by waking up and decide how do i want to see my world personally when it comes to the gender stereotype i would like to see men because men in my life are men that are loving they are caring mm-hmm. they listen they love to cook they love mm-hmm. to to care take care of other people they are they are feisty they are sexy they are they are out there um creating livelihood and you know what if i put the same thing what do i want to see what what do i see as a woman i see women out there as loving as caring as as sexy as being out there wanting to make a living for their family it basically powerful. i see the same thing yes yes yeah so and because that's how i choose to see human being i know there are not that of course i do 
but I just choose to see that. And this is how I'm perceiving that you help people move out of their boxes into the human space, seeing us more as seeing our similarities more than our differences. Think about this, Lisa. It's so true. Think about when it comes to, there's been quite a lot of conversations around uh, the rise of the feminine or feminine values and, and masculine values. And, and, uh, or even, yeah, and in this, in this conversation, I've heard a lot about the rise of the feminine and healing the masculine. Okay. I don't know. Have you heard that? Okay. Have you yeah, heard those times? Absolutely. This is what I've heard quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, and so in the, in the normal boxes, breakfast clubs, we're actually, we're creating really safe space to open up those unconscious biases that we have, to open up for the boxes. We're actually, we're spotting the box that we are in about what is a man and what is a woman. We're spotting it. Um, we're opening it up and looking into it because it's so, so much of this, just like with the women that I mentioned in that conference that were throwing out their old stuff. Hmm. Um, we have to take a look at it. We have to, is that really what I feel? Is that really what is in my heart? When I, because we're unconscious about that, but our program is running that mm-hmm. that show, and so we are creating that space. You you spot the box, you open the box, you unpack the box because something in those just like when you um, put things in your in your storage room and you put it into a box, you know, on a regular yeah. basis you have to go to your storage room and actually take a look at it. Say, Do I still need this? At Am I going to you know? Yeah, I'm going to just give it away or just get rid of it. And and there could be things in this box that really isn't serving you or anyone around you. And so, you, so we, we, we're just creating space to take a look at that and then um, make a conscious choice. What am I going to put into this box? What do I want to be in this box? Or does this box, can I even unfold it and just recycle it? Could I even do that? What space would that give me in my life if I did? Yes. Absolutely. That's what we do in the the breakfast club. Exactly, like clearing clutter. Like you you gave the analogy of the boxes we all have in a closet, in a storage unit. And typically, we might not go through those until we make a major move. And typically, it's Mm -hmm. things we don't need. And, And symbolically the internal boxes that we're carrying around that yeah. only get to being other people and being out and about in the world. I love this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Runa, we're going to take, exactly. we're going to take a commercial break. And when we come back, yeah. I'm going to ask you to share with us how the no more boxes movement started when we come back. Okay. Awesome. Will you be one of the 46 million passengers traveling on U.S. airlines this holiday season? Potentially feeling stress and anxiety, nausea, jet lag, with a potentially compromised immune system. Don't let these side effects of flying ruin your short and much-deserved vacation. I want to tell you about a brand new product that I'm excited to share with y'all that can help you travel happier and healthier. Pre-board travel support is the first nutritional supplement 
made with vitamins, minerals, and all-natural adaptogenic herbs formulated specially to fight the side effects of flying on an airplane. Best of all, pre-board helps to support body and mind without unwanted side effects that other medications might have. All of the ingredients in pre-board are safe, drug-free, and non-habit-forming. For you, my listener of all things therapy, go to preboardtravelsupplement.com and enter the coupon code THERAPY in all caps, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y, and they will give you 25% off this brand new nutritional supplement. That is preboardtravelsupplement.com with coupon code THERAPY. Indeed, listening is the new reading. With Audible, you can listen to an unlimited amount of books at home, in your car, at the gym, anywhere on the go. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from, for you, the listener of All Things Therapy, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download and a month-long subscription for you to try them out. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash All Things Therapy now and enjoy. Do you want to help yourself and friends find a purpose in life? Then you are in the right place and be a part of the crowdfunding campaign of patreon.com forward slash all things therapy with Lisa Tahir as she initiates a one-on interaction with inspiring authors, healing experts, and spiritual directors. Join the League of Heroes of this generation by contributing your quota between a dollar up to a hundred dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. Let's make the world free of suicide, poverty, depression, and in all, make the world a better place for everyone. And lastly, my longstanding sponsor, BetterHelp.com. They are an online, secure, HIPAA-compliant, affordable therapy service, and they have therapists, licensed therapists and counselors to help you with issues such as depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, grief, LGBT matters and concerns, self-esteem. There there are thousands of counselors and you can secure services in less than 24 hours online through video and text therapy. And if you're not satisfied with the person you're working with, just like in real life, face-to-face, you can request a new counselor. Check them out. It's a, it's a great resource if for some reason you're not able to get to a face-to-face practitioner. They are an alternative. And as my listener, they give you 10% off your first month to try them out. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT for all things therapy. Welcome back to our show. I am with Runa Magnus' daughter. Welcome back, Runa. Thank you. So will you tell our listeners how the No More Boxes movement started and how listeners can get involved if they're interested, what the kind of nuts and bolts are? Mm. So the whole thing, No More Boxes uh, movement, it actually started from um, the time that uh, Nicholas Haynes and myself and the Chainsmakers, we were invited to speak. Yeah. Sorry? I love Nicholas Haynes. He's wonderful. I've I've interviewed him on the podcast. Yeah, 
yeah. How I think that is great. Um, we would we were invited to speak at the United Nations um, Global Summit Impact Leadership. Wonderful. Um, and um, back in uh, 2018, and um, on one of the panels, Nicholas Haynes was talking about um, why the world is not reaching gender equality. And this was a special panel around called Conversation with Man. And Nick, he, he pointed out that the real core issue is we are consistently being either placed into a box or we place ourselves into a box. And he used as an, as an example, he said, if, if you're a woman and you're fast forward thinking, you want things to happen and, and uh, you're in many societies, you're told to slow down, to be more ladylike and, and, and you're kind of like put off. And the same thing goes if you're a man and all you love is to take care of people, you're caring and loving and you're told to, you know, man up and, okay. uh, and, and you're judged because of that. And neither works. And as I was sitting there listening to Nick talk about the boxes, I actually, Lisa, got mm-hmm. my little matrix moment. Honestly, I just thought about, holy crap. All of these boxes, all of this, all of these judgments, all of these endless things that are just unexplainable, but yet it's done. And, and just endless thing that I just saw, I just thought to myself, wow, this is endless. This is so big. This is, I mean, this is just um, bigger than I could even imagine. And anyway, um, we, Nick and I, we were supposed to be in, in New York a couple of days after the, this, um, this, uh, summit, but there was a storm coming in and everyone told us you need to actually leave New York. And before I know it, we're out of the UN, we're in a taxi going to JFK. Okay. And because of the, the, the storm was coming in, of course there was a chaos. Traffic was in a chaos. And this traffic right that was supposed to take about 40 minutes took us two and a half hours. Wow. And in that taxi ride, Nick and I continued the conversation about all the diversity, all the division, all the isolation, all the constantly being, how bo- the boxes are constantly creating us and them, how the boxes are consistently Look, kind of like looking at what is separating us, not what what is uniting mm, us. And yeah. we just got downloads after downloads yes. in, a, in this taxi, and we made up our minds. We said, "This is it. We 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 can't continue doing nothing in this. We got to do something." We decided to create the No More Boxes movement. We decided to to raise awareness towards this. We started to we decided that we are going to write a book. We nice. decided that we're going to create programs. We're going to create safe space for people to come together to have conversations about the conversations that we never have. Yeah, our programs, our biases, open it up. You know, let it out so that you can actually consciously decide what you're going to put in 
in, instead in the space that you just created. And by the time we said goodbye at JFK um, airport, two and a half hours later, we had that a decision sealed in. And I can tell you, Lisa, when I was flying back home to Iceland, my, I was just bustling. Mm. I was just bustling. I was just, I was on my computer. I was looking at, you know, business plan. How do I do this? You know, everything. I was it just, it just started something inside of me yes. that I can't even explain. And the beautiful thing about when you are in touch with really something that means to you so deeply, it, it lights your passion and mm -hmm. it connects with who you are which I really was the feeling that I felt, things start to happen. Yeah. And six months to a day, Nick and I, we leave the Icelandic embassy in London, where we held our very first international Noma Boxes Breakfast Club That's with amazing. influences in the British uh, community around gender equality. Wonderful. Absolutely. It was the same day, six months. Was that in 2017? 2018. 2018. Okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. It was fast. And it was fast. It was fast. We manifested it really, really fast. Nine months later, the book was out on Kindle. And uh, 11 months later, we had it uh, in, uh, hard, in soft cover on Amazon. What is the name of the book? So listeners uh, can be aware. The Story of Boxes. The Story of Boxes. The name of the book is The Story of Boxes, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Wow. Like the film, just better. <laughs> and so I know you offer two plus million dollars in sponsorship opportunities. By 2020, you hope for five million people to be involved. How can listeners get involved? What is a next step if, if someone's listening well, and this I is have resonating? To, I have to give you an update on this one, Lisa. Yeah. Um, because we reached the five million. That's wonderful. And now we just this morning, we sat down and we said, okay, we're going to be big. We're going to go bold. We have to do this because I, we, we feel there is a big need for people to understand that um, they, they can do something in their lives with these boxes. They can actually change their lives when they understand that this is a box and they have something to do about it. So now we're moving, we're, we uh, when we realized that we had actually reached more than 5 million people within in a year, we now want to be bigger and bolder. And um, we want to reach, I know you're going to hold on tight. Yeah. <laughs> this is the very first time that I announced this Let's publicly. Let's do it. Because we just did this this morning and we got goosebumps all over our our bodies when we were doing that, thinking, wow, how are we going to do that? Well, anyway, we want to reach half a billion people. Absolutely. Half a billion. Yes. Half a billion people. We want to reach them and not only reach them, we want to give them the tools that they can then use to become change makers in their own world. And and be more aware of what they can do to create a world that is kinder, more loving, and and takes better care of not only the other human beings, but our whole system. 
our whole ecosystem. How do you know when someone, when you've reached this number, these benchmarks, is it a registry? Is it something people do? So therefore you, you know, they're involved. Um, we will know because there, there's going to be a wave. Okay. We will know. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful expansion. What is next for you mm. and the conclusion of our show? What is next for you and what would you like to leave our listeners with, Runa? What I would love our listeners to leave our listeners with is, number one, be aware that you are putting people and you're putting yourself into a box. Just, you're doing it. I'm doing it. I've done it all the time. We're all doing it. That doesn't mean that you have to do it. And it doesn't mean that it has to be you have to keep people and suffocate them in those boxes and you don't have to suffocate yourself in those boxes. So what I want you to do, dear listener, is mm. the next time that you notice that either you put someone in a box or you even notice that you've been placed into a box, I have one simple tool for you that you can instantly use. And that is to, when you notice that you just place someone in a box, Turn to that person and say, I am so sorry. I actually think I just put you into a box and that was not my meaning. Mm. Or when you feel that you've been placed into a box, give that person a smile and say, I think you just put me into a box. That's all you need to do to start with. Yeah. Just no blame. It just is what it is. Awareness. But take it in a way that awareness and have fun with it. It's a serious subject but have fun with it and make it a, an opportunity for you to get a, to know another person in a way that you never ever experienced before, because that's what it's going to open. It's going to open up a new magical world for you when you start to do that. It's a paradigm shift, a mindset shift. It's you're a talking mind, yeah, about. absolutely. Changing mindset. Are you in with me? Are you in with us, Lisa? Am I what? Are you on? Are you in this with us? I am in it with you. Absolutely, yes. Yes. Runa, thank you for being my guest. I want to let listeners know again, and this will be in the show notes. Your websites are nomoreboxesmovement.com as well as runamagnus.com. And on social media, you can be found on Instagram at runamagnus, R-U-N-A-M-A-G-N-U-S. And on Facebook, it's your full name, Runa Magnus Doter. And on Twitter as well, correct? Runa Magnus Doter? No, it's actually on Facebook. It's actually the handle is everywhere, Runa Magnus. Okay. Uh, except for Facebook, it says official in the end. So Runa Magnus official. That's my business page. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm asking you. Thank you mm. for the correction. Mm, no problem. Thank you for you're mentioning it. Yeah, you're welcome. And I came, you came my way as did Nicholas Haynes through our mutual friend, Nina Kaiser, who I just want to give a shout mm. out to because she's so lovely and really working to oh, yeah. change consciousness. And I just want to thank her and for introducing us. Yeah. And Mind Gourmet is just Mind a Gourmet platform that everyone needs to go to. Yeah. Mindgourmet.com for those of you listening mm. to check out Nina's work.
thank you so much, Runa. And I hope you have a thank wonderful you. rest of your... What time is it there in Iceland, may I ask? Yeah, it's a quarter to ten in the in the evening. Thank you so much for taking this time out to be with us. I'm truly grateful. It was my pleasure. And have a fabulous uh, holiday ahead. And remember, you are unique, you're special, and the world needs yours. Amen. Unique X Factor. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That concludes my show for today. I hope everyone is having a great day. I am bidding you well wishes for this weekend. I head back to New Orleans. So when I join you next week, I will be doing the show from New Orleans. I'll be there for the Christmas holiday season and then back here in Los Angeles for the new year. Remember to reach out to me through nolatherapy.com. I would love to work with you. And on Instagram, I'm offering a lot of information that I've been working on, a spiritual hack series where I have been doing three to five minute videos on tips and techniques, practices, books, practitioners who have affected my life for the better. And I just completed spiritual hack number 20 the other day, which had to do the role with the role of angels in our life. So go to NOLA Therapy on Instagram to my IGTV series and my feed. All of my love, y'all. Thanks. You're listening to All Things Therapy with 